Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to ask you a little question. How forgiving and patient are you with your own children? I mean, if if they make a mistake, do you put them up for adoption? Do you walk off and abandon them? Do you cite irreconcilable differences? When your young puppy pees on the carpeting, do you take them out onto an abandoned highway somewhere and leave them in a ditch on the side of their own? Well, this reminds me of the Christian life. Most of us care enough about our pets and our own children to stand by their side through whatever mistakes they might make in this life. As a loving parent, we try to help them to overcome any problems or difficulties that they might go through. But divorce is a whole different issue. It is a complete abandonment of one's conscience and marital commitments to God. What it is, it's a, it's an utter rejection of one's duties to the gospel of Christ. It is a turning away from the one that you chose to spend the rest of your life with and an open demonstration to your children and your community of your unfaithfulness to the teachings of Jesus. Granted, before we became a Christian, we did things in our past that were wrong in the eyes of God. Um, but when we are baptized into our faith, we begin to walk on a completely different path. We are called to be merciful and forgiving with each other, as Christ has been towards us. These qualities are the main precepts in the life of a Christian. Divorce is a complete opposite of these virtues. Many divorces can result because of one's love for money or the desire for financial gain. But the love of money is the root of all evil. People who have been baptized into the Christian life who do such things, what they do is they throw their faith into the dumpster along with their marriage. Judas loved money more than Jesus. Divorce is a cruel, heartless, immoral, and wicked evil. And in my opinion, it's worse than any sins that a spouse might have committed in the first place. It is forbidden if you claim the Christian faith. And it's the evidence of open rebellion against the will of God. Mark 10, beginning of verse 2 says, And the Pharisees came to him and, he, and asked him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife, tempting him? And he answered and said unto them, What did Moses command you? And they said, Moses suffered to write a bill of divorcement and to put her away. And Jesus answered and said unto them, For the hardness of your heart he wrote unto you this precept. But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. And in the house his disciples asked him again of the same manner. And he saith unto them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another, committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. When somebody files for divorce, it is a complete rejection of divine charity and mercy. Uh, some women will do it to exercise authority over a man. But when she does so, she usurps his divine leadership and she condemns herself. Another point is that anyone who professes faith in Christ Jesus must never marry somebody who has divorced their own spouse because it is forbidden in Scripture. When a woman divorces a husband, she usurps over her lawful authority. And it, it's a complete 
an act of complete disobedience to God. Unbelievers might do this, but if they have been raised and instructed in God's word, and if they have been baptized into the faith, and at one point were faithfully serving the will of God, they're, they're not ignorant anymore. They are in a state of complete and willful rebellion backsliding to the point of damnation. Scriptures, uh, scriptures clearly teach that divorce is a complete abandonment and denial of the will of God. It, it is a purposeful rejection of the doctrines of our faith. If somebody lo doesn't love and revere Jesus enough to abide in their own marriage, what makes you think that they're going to obey the commands of Scripture after that? That's ludicrous. It's not the love of Christ that rules her heart, but a self-righteous form of hypocrisy. Both husbands and wives obviously can and will make numerous mistakes during their marriage. Hopefully not. But it is forgiveness that keeps the family together. Mercy is an anchor that holds the family in place. Divorce is a result of a bitter and unforgiving heart led by somebody who feels that they're incapable of doing anything wrong themselves. I mean, really, that's what it is. When somebody divorces their spouse, the state of their heart is exposed to both God and the public. Their thoughtless and cruel act is a bitter and merciless performance of their own self-righteousness. I mean, it's just like the proud Pharisee who looked down on the humble publican. He quickly condemned him for his faults, but because of his own prideful arrogance, was oblivious to his own sins. Divorce is the ultimate form of pride, in my own opinion. And um, because to actually file the paperwork is to claim that you are better than your own spouse. The interesting thing is that when they depart you and then they go out or, and they commit any kind of sin after that or they commit fornication, they're found guilty in the eyes of God. All sin is the same in the eyes of God. Whatever sins they may commit after a divorce, they become equal to one that they divorced in the first place. Equal. That means that they are no better than the one that they left. Divorce happens because of their own arrogance and self-righteous pride. That's why you don't ever want to be involved in it. They judge their spouse unworthy of their mercy yet they commit the same deeds themselves. People such as these bring upon themselves God's wrath because Scripture concludes that the unmerciful are not going to receive mercy from Him. Their hope of salvation is lost when they do such wickedness. James 2, 10-13 says, For whosoever shall keep the whole law, but yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. He that said, Do not commit adultery, said also, Do not kill. Now, if Thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye, and so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For he shall have judgment without mercy, that hath showed no mercy. And mercy rejoiceth against judgment. People want to find forgiveness with God. But then they refuse to show mercy and kindness to their own spouse, People such as these completely reject the way of Christ. Many of them are very religious on the exterior, but on the inside their hearts are hidden graves that men walk over, abandoning not only their own spouse, but the teachings of Christ. We'll pick up more of this tomorrow in part two. 
We can be found on your web browser by searching TLK JBC. We can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.